right, welcome to the Family Business Podcast. It's time to do a recap. Sherry and I have actually been to Alaska. Smad Mads have actually been back to Tennessee again and uh, done a, another shopping spree for the business. So let's uh, do a quick recap. Sherry, what have you been up to? Well, as Terry mentioned, we've actually been traveling a little bit. So we had a week at our favorite cottage that we do every single year with some friends, which was fantastic. And then we actually went on a cruise to Alaska, which was also beautiful and fantastic. We also went with some old friends that we hadn't seen in about four or five years. So it was really great to catch up with those friends. I love them. They're one of my favorite people on they Earth. They are great people. Sorry, you said Alaska was fantastic? It was beautiful. Yeah, not fantastic. It was beautiful. That's all I said. Okay, do you want to elaborate? <laughs> so it was on the bucket list to do. We've checked it off the bucket list. We don't need to go back again. I mean, once you do something once, you don't need to do it again. Yeah, yeah let's put but it this way. But if you could go back, would you? <laughs> I wouldn't go back, I guess, if that was the end of the question. Yes. So just as a point of clarity, it actually wasn't on our bucket list. I don't like to be cold. I expect when I go on a cruise ship and then I get off the cruise ship, I am therefore on a beach in the ocean and it's 102 degrees somewhere. So this was really outside of my comfort zone. But what happened was some good friends of ours called us in, I think, December last year. And remember, at that point, we're in a pandemic world, pretty active pandemic world. And they said to us, hey, what are you doing in June? And we said, I don't know, hopefully not in lockdown. And they said, do you want to go to Alaska? And we were really bored and claustrophobic in the house and going stir crazy. So we looked at each other and said, sure, we'll go anywhere that's not here. So we decided that we would do it. And we do love this couple. So it was an amazing adventure. I would have went with them. Yeah, they're great people. We had a blast. However, I don't need to go to Alaska again. Uh, it was beautiful. It was like being in a beautiful picture postcard, but a little bit of a boring, beautiful picture postcard. The most interesting thing we did was do a 12-person canoe out to a glacier. That was which cool. Which was pretty cool and pretty beautiful, but I also don't, in June, think that I need to be wearing my ski socks and two coats and a toque. So Odds are you probably didn't have to be wearing any of yeah. those things, and normal people were just in vests. No, no. But here we are. It was... Pretty cold. Was, pretty was it cold. negative? No. It was negative you under need the waterfall. Ski socks for not <laughs> negative for. It was eight degrees. You don't ski. Yeah. <laughs> I have ski socks. It was probably about plus at fifteen. Any rate. Uh, don't forget, you guys got to wait in line for two and a half hours at Pearson and uh, get your bags after. Yeah, we did have a little one of those travel fiascos everybody's talking about because WestJet, thanks WestJet, lost our baggage. Supply chain issues. You right. know. This episode yeah. sponsored by WestJet. Yeah. Also and Rogers. What yeah. I thought oh, yeah. was really interesting <laughs> was that the person who worked. At WestJet, when I asked her where my bag might be, told me it's only been an hour. Relax. So that was good fun. Also, I mean, I, it is important to like to us though. All of our businesses are so heavily rooted in customer service. So when we get bad customer service, we're it's like, frustrating. We're annoyed. Oh, yeah. oh it's so frustrating because it's so easy to just not or pretend you care. Yeah, literally, like just don't suck for like a <laughs> second. Like you don't have to say that to someone. It's so rude. Anyways, we got home safely. We had a lovely time. We had a nice time together. We caught up with these great friends. It was great. I don't need to go back to Alaska though. Let's just put it that way. Next time I go on vacation, it will 
will be somewhere warm and it will be somewhere Caribbean. I am worried about traveling though. We were talking about this earlier today and I feel like next time I travel, I'm literally just going to go with a backpack. Like I wear dresses the majority of the time anyways, which take up so little room that I could just roll them up, put them in a backpack and throw it on my back. Whereas you literally have hairspray bottles that are bigger than a backpack. So oh, I don't know yeah. how you're going to do this. My three, three and three doesn't work because my hairspray can is bigger than the nine ounces you're allowed to carry on a plane or something anyways. But also something like 30 or 40% of all flights into the U.S. are currently being canceled because they were overscheduled. Yeah. So They're don't not worry about it. You might not be getting wherever you're trying to go to anyways. So are we driving to Vegas? That'd be fun. That, yeah. would, that would be a dirty thing to do. Yeah. It's only 50 hours. Casual. Yeah, for me to go that. to a market for two days. Yeah. Anyways, we're back from all that. And I am very grateful that we had some nice time off and we had some nice adventures and we had some good time with friends and it was all good. And then it's back to work. So, Sherry, since you've been back and even while you were away, you were still closing deals and selling houses and listing houses, right? Yeah, I would like to say a special thank you to Ian. He did a fantastic job keeping everything together the week that I was away. Of course, as Murphy's Law would have it, the week that you try and take vacation is when you are super busy and there's lots going on. There's a golden rule in real estate that if you're not busy, just book a vacation and then suddenly you'll be busy with lots of listings and lots of shoppers. And so I did my very best to have everything in order and have everything really well planned out for Ian. But of course, lots came up during the week that I was away and it was painful for me, but I actually did put my phone in the safe on the ship for a week and didn't check it for a full seven days, which was actually good for just focusing on us and focusing on time away with friends. And he did a fantastic job. So thank you, Ian. We'll be catching up with him again in a couple months probably. At any rate, uh, back to work again. As soon as things started, I think the day that I came back, I had an offer presentation date on one of the properties I currently have listed. And things are busy still. The market is different than it was six months ago. I know anybody who's following the media and following the economy is probably very well aware that the real estate market has shifted. So it takes a lot of strategy and more perseverance. We're moving more towards a balanced market versus a seller's market, which is what it has been for the last couple of years. But people still have to move. And so you need a professional in your corner to make sure that that can happen for you. And I try and be that person for as many people as possible. Awesome. Nice. Still love it every day. Awesome. Smab, what about you? I know you've been busy. You went down to Nashville again, and uh, you and Maz spent a few days down there at another buying show. Yeah, uh, Maz and I went to another market at the beginning of May. I'm not sure if I touched on that already, um, but it was basically generally the same as Dallas. It was a little bit smaller. Uh, it was only one floor, maybe only 400 vendors. <laughs> like, only 400. Yeah, very casual, very small. Um, but I have been, over the last month or so, really been going hard on launching the boutique, um, which I am finding, like, pretty difficult. Like, it's, like, it's hard to launch into that market because when in the beginning stages of shop dresser like I, I was doing something that no one else was so I was selling university merch that was like custom designed and there's no one outside of the bookstore in Canada doing something like that so it was an easy sell whereas now with the boutique stuff I'm competing with Aritzia I'm competing with Zara H&M like places where people would just get their standard clothing so how now do I stand out from all of those well-known brands when you haven't even tried on any of these items they're fully online also 
I'm not very good at taking photos. So that's like something I'm struggling with a bit now. And like genuinely, like I think in the last like two months, I've gotten so much more self-conscious as well because I'm seeing myself on camera all the time and I have to model these items because every time I get a new item in, it needs to be photographed and put online, but I don't have full-time models or like access to people to take these photos for me. So I have to do it myself. So I'm finding that like really the hardest part of this whole boutique launch is that I have to take these really nice strategic photos that will sell a product that I just happen to be in. So I'm finding that honestly like the hardest part, but Maz and I are actually going down to the East Coast this week for a wedding that we're in and I'm very excited about it. And one of the mornings that we're in Halifax, um, we're gonna take some really nice like photos of the outfits like on the cobblestone roads, like in the morning that are a little more like Pinterest, aesthetic kind of vibes because I feel like right now me standing up against a blue wall smiling isn't selling anything I need to be selling a lifestyle the same way I did with all the university stuff and do with all the university stuff that when I'm selling university merchandise you're seeing it on students on their campus people enjoying their lives in this merchandise whereas me standing up against a blue wall says nothing it says this is a t-shirt so can I just interject because I think number one I love that you're being honest and transparent, so we appreciate that because we should be. It's funny though, because I just said to you before I, actually this is more of the conversation than I've even heard, how much I love your recent photos. I said to you, like, those are great photos. You look amazing. You look confident. You look beautiful. Okay, but are you going to buy the bodysuit I'm wearing? Well, because no, because they're not made for people my age. I know, but <laughs> I'm like... I'm not wearing those tops. <laughs> for sure, and I appreciate that, and thank you. But I think just like when you are seeing so many photos of yourself in these products. And I see these pictures of these other boutique owners who are Southern bells with long blonde hair and perfect skin. Like it's really hard not to compare yourself to that because you're competing against those people. When you're working in e-commerce, competing against everyone. Like, you're not in your own market the same way. Yeah, we should probably have a conversation about that sometime, maybe a specific episode, because we all go through that, honestly. Like, oh, you know, I have, like, my major en- imposter syndrome. My entire social media feed is other realtors. And so all day, every day, I scroll, be like, hmm, they sell more houses than I do. Hmm, I wanted to get that listing. Hmm, their yeah. social media is better than mine. Like, that stuff is bad on your brain. I wish we lived in a day where there was no social media again, but... That's probably a topic for another entire episode. Yeah, and it's it's hard um, in, like, the boutique industry that, like, we are buying a lot of the times from the same, like, vendors. And I'll see other stores that are completely sold out of an item I have. And I'm like, well, why can't I sell that yeah, out? Yeah, like, that's so it's, not always honest. I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably not <laughs> on, always honest. Yeah, I understand that. But, like, it, it's just been... It's been, like, hard. Like, this is, like, this has been definitely the hardest part of my business, whereas in the beginning, it was so easy because it was such a unique idea. And not that it was easy. Like, I'll I'll give myself some credit that I did work hard, but it was a lot easier to get attention because it was something different. Whereas now, I'm competing with influencers who are doing like Shein hauls and like people like posting like the new Aritzia romper and whatever. And I have to set myself apart from that and somehow show people that I'm able to curate great clothing as well. You got this. Yeah. Absolutely. This feels like a therapy session a little. <laughs> so 
But yeah, so it's been a little bit difficult, but we are trucking through and we are heading in the right direction. And I continue to get like signs that I'm going in the right place and this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing in this time period in my life. It's just... It's just hard. We've yeah, well, on a positive note then, let's talk about Laurier because you've got a whole new Laurier line coming out. Do I you do, not? yeah. Actually, I'm very excited about that. Like, sending over the designs to the schools is such a tedious process as well because I could – I sent over Laurier, like, 17 designs. Six got approved. Like, that's, like – that's how it works, But that's pretty good, though. I it know, is. Like, that's, that's massive. The first time I sent Queens over a catalog, they denied every single one of them. They were like, absolutely not. We hate all of this. I was like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they but said it in those words. It was but, pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you tried again. I did, exactly. And we eventually, like, launched a line and everything's good. But, yeah, I haven't launched, like, a new collection for Laurier since my initial launch with them last summer. And I just got six new designs approved. Um you're like kind of semi-famous there, which is funny. <laughs> I, I don't like, know about that. When we'll walk through the Laurier campus, people will come up to you and be like, "You're shop dresser," like go, well, all, every time. It's a, it, yeah, it, it does happen. You I do even have like, clout in like ten blocks of Waterloo. That yeah, is I'm for like, sure. I'm huge on Bricker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, Ezra is my people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is actually kind of cool. Like, I don't think like people don't know who I am, which is the funny thing. So like, I get asked in random situations, like, oh my God, you're shop dresser. And I'm like, I, I'm not shop dresser. I do have a name. <laughs> um, but even I was buying something on Facebook Marketplace the other day and the girl in the chat was like, oh my God, you own shop dresser. And I was like, that's true. I do do that. Like, that's <laughs> pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's but like, being recognized is kind of neat. Yeah, it, it is like a pretty cool experience. Um, so I, I do enjoy that part of that. And like one of my favorite things is like, seeing someone in my merchandise especially when they like don't know who I am because I can kind of just like sit there I always say to Maz like that was made in our basement because like, yeah. <laughs> like we have the full like home office so I'm still operating like out of the house completely so like my cousin's in Halifax right now for a swim competition and I did like bucket hats for her entire team and it's like 20 kids and I showed him a picture and I was like all of those bucket hats came from our basement like it's so it's cool. pretty cool to like see it come to fruition and all the pieces like how it actually affects people but yeah so i'm very excited for the laurier launch um and the new designs that are coming out we're doing a sweater that says golden hour which i think like gen z is just gonna eat up like i'm so excited about awesome. that one it just says golden hour which for context i if don't you're even know what that yeah means. i was gonna say if you're plus 50 you probably don't know what that means but it's like the time period when the sun is going down and they call it golden hour for like photos because it's the best time you look the best like yeah. in the sun and then being the golden hawks yeah. like using that play and saying that like it's basically always like golden hour at laurier i had a girl one time cancel a date because it was golden hour and she wanted to go get a new profile photo i think it was just because she didn't want to go on the date probably but, yeah, yeah. It, no, is it, was the, it was it yeah. was the golden yeah. hour yeah. thing yeah, no. yeah. yeah. for sure the sun you know yeah. I, yeah. I don't go out at the sun it's, i'm a vampire <laughs> yeah. so what yeah. have you been doing though karen a whole lot of not spending time in the hammock. And that's kind of where we <laughs> left off at. I forgot yeah. that that was the last episode. Yeah, no, yeah. I bought a hammock too. Yeah, I know. Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. Moment. Apparently dad thinks we need one too. I need They're a hammock great. now. They're so good. I, I need one do with the a cover. Next one. This, they, they do have a cover. They do have a cover. We've been over this. Yeah, they have a, for anybody who has fair skin like me, it's incredible. This is pretty much just a plug for Costco's hammocks. I highly recommend anyone going to get I'm them. I'm going to get one tomorrow. You should. Um, but basically like, 
over the past six to eight weeks since we've done the last recording, I remember saying, like, I just can't wait to spend all the time in the hammock. I have literally been in the hammock once since then, mainly because I've just been, like, living everything that I've wanted to do. So I'm not complaining by any means because everything that I've been doing is exactly what I want to be doing at this time in my life. So it's not a bad thing, but I'm definitely not doing a whole lot of relaxing. And I'll to give you... avoid that, though, you should actually probably move the hammock into your bedroom well, and just yeah. sleep in the hammock. No, I, it's not a bad idea. But by means of an example, I have, as you guys all know, just completely overextending myself and not really giving myself that much time to rest, which is very on brand for what I've been doing since I was born. But... That's neither here nor there. In early June, I got an opportunity to pretty much go to have dinner in New York City, but I had plans the next day in Toronto. And the day before that, I was also in Toronto as well. So on the Friday, we were all vaguely at a golf tournament in Toronto, North We weren't Toronto. vaguely in a golf I mean, tournament. We were, we were at a golf I tournament. I mean, just like doing different things as well. We were doing, yeah, we were theoretically at a golf <laughs> tournament. Okay. No, we were really there. And so we were at a golf tournament all day Friday, which was also just like a, a tall order in itself. But that became the easiest part of my weekend, which is kind of funny to look back on. I thought it was going to be slightly different than it ended up going down. But yeah, I mean, I went to this golf tournament drove back to Kingston that night, got home at 11.30 p.m. And then the next morning, I woke up at 10 a.m. and got in the car and drove to New York City six and a half hours to have dinner with like 20 people. And there's some really cool things happening with me in 2023. Not going to get too much into it in case they don't happen. I don't want to be the boy who cried wolf, but there's lots of great things that are coming up in my life, and I'm super excited to share them when the time is right. But I go to this dinner, put on a suit, I park near... Central Park, and I get out, and I walk to the dinner, and it was, like, across the street from Radio City Music Hall. It was really cool, and I'm at this dinner for two and a half hours from, like, 8 until 11, and then I get back in the car and drive straight to Toronto through the night, which is ridiculous, and I didn't share the drive with anyone, which was drive kind of Drive brought a to you by Red Bull. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was... It was quite a Red Bull-infused weekend because I had plans the next day, but I could not pass up this opportunity. So it was really cool. But that was just a prime example of me driving through the night at 4 in the morning being like, I still have four hours left on this drive, and I have to not go to bed and just continue to get to Kingston, pick up someone, and then drive straight to Toronto where I have another 14 hours of plans and I finally got to go to bed that night after 38 hours of being awake Sunday night at 10 p.m. Honestly, one of the best weekends of my life, though, so I don't regret it, and I remember that till the day I die. That's and cool. It was so incredible, and that was literally just one 72-hour period. So I don't. How really... many kilometers do you have on your car? Quite a bit. Yeah. Like a lot more than I did a year and a half ago. Oh, for... well, um, that's funny because a year and a half ago we were in a pandemic. Well, and I yeah, feel like obviously. since the border mm-hmm. opened, you've just been oh, like I've been firing. Gone. Yeah, yeah. Like um, been to Florida twice. Yeah, not not spending a whole lot of time just chilling in my backyard like I had planned on. But also at the same time, it's for every reason that I wish it were for. So chilling in your pack- backyard is a pipe dream for you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that was just one period of uh, early June, which was amazing. And finally going to bed that night was incredible. I really love like a hard day's work and then just getting to go to bed knowing that you're exhausted and you just can't wait to hit the pillow is one of the best feelings in the world. That's how I am now, but we're recording a podcast at 11 p.m. Yeah, it's 11.05 on a so, Saturday night. Yeah. What's funny is, uh, and I forgot to talk about this when we were recording Maz's podcast, but you, um, Smad and Maz, actually did all the video and uh, drone footage for me for the golf tournament that uh, 
I was involved in. So that's another thing. I mean, we've got you guys uh, all over and helping out and doing stuff, and it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. nonstop. What we got most out of that day is that Maz wants a golf cart now. Oh, they're sweet. Golf carts are oh, awesome. Oh, they're so much fun. Oh, I yeah. I could just spend all day driving around. Like oh, literally, yeah. like you guys not have this conversation because tomorrow you know we're getting a golf cart. We should. That'd literally. be sweet. If you tell Terry we need a golf cart, tomorrow we'll be buying. Ha- a like, golf what cart. a fun day at work, though. So, like, Kieran, Maz, and I go to Toronto while my dad's hosting this golf tournament. We get a free lunch. We get paid. For like six hours, we drove around on a golf cart. Kieran drove while Maz flew a drone off the back of the golf cart. And we just took photos and like shot the shit and had a great time. Like I could not imagine a better career. Yeah, it was a great day. There's no complaints whatsoever about you that You did day. get a sunburn. I got destroyed. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. So there's a segue. Let's ask Terry what he's been up to. Yeah, what have you been up to? Well, I've been doing lots of stuff. I mean, uh, we've got my insurance stuff, obviously, that I'm doing with the OIAA, plus my regular work uh, in the insurance industry, and then Stage 1 Sound. I mean, wedding season has started. I've already done some weddings, and I'm still doing um, my Thursday throwback. And actually, this week, now that we're moving in July, we're switching it up a little bit, and we're doing headphone karaoke. And with that, we're going to have people actually singing with headphones on. So you'll only actually hear them singing, and you actually don't hear the music playing in the background. So you're hearing their version it's of a song. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so I've been uh, busy with that, and uh, we've got some weddings coming up, and we're going to a wedding in the East Coast next weekend. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, so things are just kicking along here for Stage 1 Sound and uh, the insurance industry. Yeah, the insurance industry will always be there. So Has, like... I don't know if this affects you guys at all, but, like, will what happened yesterday with the Rogers infrastructure, like, in affect the insurance industry? Like, are there going to be claims because of that? Yeah, there'll be business interruption claims from okay. that. And then they'll subrogate those claims back against Rogers. So it'll be – it's – you know, there will be claims that come out of that. So businesses that were unable to do work or concerts that didn't happen. Oh, I mean, the weekend concert got canceled at so, the Rogers Center yesterday. Well, there you go. So there will be a claim for that under a business interruption. So, yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. I mean, and that's not something I do, um, but it is going to be interesting. I'd like to also add that it was a day yesterday that I was so, so grateful yet again that I don't run a call center. Oh, yeah. That must have been a disaster. Well, I mean, half the people couldn't get through because, you know. The, the, the service wasn't was. working, so yeah, it's it would crazy. have been pretty light, actually. <laughs> so anyway, it's just uh, it, the whole thing's interesting with that. But um, you know, as far as the business side of things for Stage One Sound, loving doing it, loving doing my Thursday night thing, and uh, just loving continuing to do weddings. And you know, we're not doing a ton of them. We've been pretty choosy about the dates we've taken, and uh, yeah, no, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And as we move through the summer. You know, doing those outdoor weddings as they happen. I love those. I've got a couple of afternoon, early evening weddings that are that are coming up in August. So, yeah, that's no. awesome. Guys, while I was complaining about dresser, I got an order. Nice. Good for that's you. That's so nice. So what's really interesting, actually, you got a new order for Huronia Soccer, didn't you? Yeah, uh, a friend of mine from, sorry, back to me randomly. Um, a friend of mine from university is... I don't know what he does, actually. But he works for, like, the Heronia Soccer District Association. And I've done a couple small-scale orders with them um, just for their, like, team merch for the people who work in the office. And then I just got 
my biggest order to date, which is really exciting. Um, it's over 400 pieces for a soccer camp that they're running. So when I get back from the East Coast, I will be obtaining tennis elbow while I heat press 400 youth soccer jerseys. So I'm really excited about that. That's cool. Yeah. So thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah. So, Maz, what have you been up to? Uh, so since last time we talked, I am currently rebuilding my website. As always. Um, I'm still looking at buying a new drone. As I always. <laughs> haven't made enough spreadsheets yet. Um, and we're going to take some content out east. Uh, maybe I'll take some of the photos for Shop Dresser from a drone. That would actually be a really cool idea. We should do that. All right. So let's wrap things up for tonight. And until next time, everybody be safe. <laughs>